So welcome to The Expert Edge. Today, I am interviewing Rachel N. Gome. Now, she is a Pinterest expert. Now, I've got to be honest, Pinterest has not really been in my focus uh, up until this interview. And so after hearing what is possible on Pinterest still right now, uh, it is definitely a strategy that I'm going to be looking at using. So uh, I don't know about you, but for me, when she was talking about the fact that you can like double, triple your traffic onto your website uh, in like under 30 days using Pinterest, it was just insane. And in this podcast, we go deep into the one platform, one little system that's actually free that you can use to actually automate the whole Pinterest uh, life cycle. Also, how to rank high on Pinterest very quickly. And so really what this is about is is learning how to generate more traffic to your website so that you can get more leads so that eventually you can get more sales. And so if traffic is something that you are wanting to increase in 2022 and beyond, then make sure to take a listen to this episode. There's some awesome links and a free masterclass in the show notes that she gave away. And so make sure to check that out as well. So let's get into it, talking about really accelerating your leads using Pinterest. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So Rachel and Gome, welcome to the Expert Edge. Hey, thanks for having me. So good. Hey, I'm really excited to have this conversation uh, with you because I know you've got some skills that our audience will really benefit from. And it's in an area that we, have, we haven't actually talked about yet on the podcast and uh, we, ha- we do have a lot of female listeners. So if I go into my Instagram, I'm looking at like the male to, <laughs> to female and it's, it's kind of like 70, 30 at the moment. And yeah. so the reason why I say that, because the topic I think is, um, and I might be wrong, but the reason why I say this is my wife, Sarah, um, is amazing. And she is obsessed with Pinterest. Uh, uh-huh. Like she <laughs> is on Pinterest all the time. She's got like amazing boards. Um, she's like, she always comes up to me. She'll show me like a picture and be like, oh my gosh, like how beautiful is this? Or like, this is what we want to do with our house and all this sort of stuff. And so it's such a beautiful platform, but I know that there is so much juice in that platform. So could you share with the podcast listeners what you do, what you help people with, uh, that sort of stuff? Yeah. So I help entrepreneurs get more leads and sales through Pinterest. And I love Pinterest because it's automated. It works for you over time. And I, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs that they're frustrated with Facebook and Instagram because it's not working anymore. So my whole background is I had 50,000 followers on Facebook. I had 20,000 on Instagram. And it back in the day, it used to be so easy to make a post and get like thousands of comments. It was yeah awesome. Um, that shifted. And I was like, crap, I have to figure something else out. So I just started posting on Pinterest. Um, and I didn't have a huge strategy or anything, but I noticed my traffic was increasing. And then I looked at my Google analytics. I'm like, oh man, I have 34,000 people every month coming from Pinterest. This is crazy. Um, I stopped posting on that blog that was from an old business and my traffic actually increased a year later and I continued to make sales from it like three, four years later, which is Mm. wild. That is so cool. So when we talk about Pinterest, uh, 
what do people not understand about Pinterest that, that like they see it as like one platform, but it's actually another type of platform. Think you, of it you, as, yeah. yeah how how, how should we view it? A search engine. That's what makes mm. it so powerful. So think of it like a visual Google. Yeah. So mm. like, think about when you're on Facebook and Instagram, you're posting content for your business. You have to basically like pattern interrupt somebody, right? You got to get them to stop to take action yes. on Pinterest. They're there actively searching for something. And so you have the opportunity to show up and be the answer to somebody's problem. So it's a different, it's like you're able to attract the seekers instead of having a pattern interrupt people on the other platforms. Mm, that's interesting. So, cause they're looking for a solution in a certain exactly. area and then they see a visual of that. And so yep. they're going to be more primed to yep. take some action or click on yep. or visit your site or, or things like that. Is that kind of what exactly. you're saying? Exactly. And pinners have a 9% higher average income than non-users. So they have more, more disposable income to spend as well. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so with Pinterest, what are some mistakes that people make that you see, especially for coaches and stuff um, and people in business? What are the, like the big mistakes that people make? they're not using it as a search engine and they're just creating stuff based off of what they want to create. And so they're not being really strategic about it. So one of the things I always teach is you have to really understand your ideal client and niche down, like get really niche. We, like this goes for any platform, um, specifically with Pinterest, right? But you got to niche down and understand your ideal person and what are they searching for on the platform? And so you're going to use, we call long tail keywords. And so it's just like a short phrase that someone might be searching for. And you're going to use that in your content that you're posting on Pinterest. And so instead of using the term like fitness or something like that, I'm going to get more niche down and I'll use the term intermittent fasting for women. And so when mm. I use that term in the content that I'm putting on Pinterest, that's when I have the opportunity to show up at the top of Pinterest. And so that's how you're going to start to stand out is when you really niche down and understand what your person is searching for on the platform. So you got to really think like, all right, who, who am I trying to attract, get inside their head and create content specifically for them. That's one mm. of the big ones. So narrow rather than wide, because you're not going to own fitness. You're not going to no, own exactly. like the, the big ideas. Exactly. Yeah. So I want you to think about, like, I'll give the example of what I did in my, my first business is I was kind of a hot mess all over the place. Um, yeah, I was in the fitness space, but I posted about all things, health and fitness and even like travel and lifestyle stuff. And think about the, just get inside the head of the pinner and their user experience. So if they're searching for keto and they land on my blog and it's all about keto and then they start searching around, like the blog was great. And they, they're looking and they're like, oh, I wanted more keto stuff. And this is kind of like all over the place. They're going to go mm -hmm. back to Pinterest. But then I realized the stuff that was performing the best on my blog was keto intermittent fasting. So I'm like, I want to niche down to this. And so the user experience, they search keto, they come to my blog, they see the keto post and they're like, oh, she's got all this other keto content. She even has a keto ebook. She has a keto meal plan that she's given me for free and all these other things. That's when my business like exploded is when I really figured out what's working right now, which was keto and intermittent fasting for me on my blog. And I just yep. niched down and focused on that. So talk to us about the philosophy of generating leads through Pinterest. Yeah, it's a little different than what you might think. A lot of people are like, oh, I want to get leads through Pinterest. I'm just going to send them to a lead magnet or I want to make sales. I'm just going to send them to my shop. 
it's cold traffic and they have mm. no idea who the heck you are. And so it's going to work a lot better if you send them to the content first to warm them up and to build a relationship. And then within that content, you reference the freebie, the offer, whatever that might be. So you can get them on your email list and start building that relationship. Mm. Makes sense. R- yeah. Yeah. So, so, cause I know with like Facebook ads or Instagram ads, you can, you can send people directly to like an opt-in or something like that. And, you yeah. know, uh, you know, generate leads, but what you're saying is like, think of it like they're really cold. I know they're searching for the topic, but they're really cold. Right. Uh, which I mean, when I think about it, a Facebook ad still is, especially if you go into cold traffic. Um, but, but, but it's like that they're looking for content. They're not yes. looking for the lead magnet, exactly. you know, where a Facebook ad, it's like, you know, download this cheat sheet. So they go yep. directly to download the cheat sheet, but on, in, on Pinterest, they're looking for more content on the topic. Exactly. And so if you could warm them up with the content first and then say, Hey, if you liked this, I have this other thing super related to that, that content that's going to help you X, Y, and Z. That's how you build your email list mm. for free. These are free leads. You like free leads. Mm. Ooh, Facebook like free ads leads. are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they are expensive and they're only going to get, get more expensive. I know. Um, so, uh, so what I'm hearing is like having a blog, uh, having some content, you could have video yeah. on there, all that sort of stuff. And then within it, I mean, I call it infusion selling. It's like you share the content and then you have little like peppers of yep. like, Hey, we go deep into that inside this free lead, you know, you don't call it a free yep. lead magnet, but this free checklist or, yep. um, you know, you can go and watch our, our training, our free training yep. or whatever it is like, and it's kind of like, and you, so you're, you're basically taking them through the, through the value ladder from, they don't know you to, we get to know each other a little bit to like, I'm willing to hand over some emails and stuff. And then we get to know each other and eventually we might buy. Exactly. And when we say content, I don't want people to freak out and think they have to become a blogger all of a sudden to make the strategy work because they Mm. don't. You could take this podcast and either transcribe it or do show notes and put this on Pinterest. And so instead of just being on the podcast, take it, repurpose it, and then you're going to start getting more traffic, more leads through content you already spent the time creating, right? Mm. If you already have a YouTube channel, you're already creating content, right? That's the hardest part is doing the content. So it's like, why not just take that and put it in a place pins last 1,600 times longer than a Facebook post. So why not put it somewhere where it's going to last that much longer and get you that much more traction. So let's talk about repurposing. Like how would you repurpose a podcast on Pinterest? Yeah. So I have Lizzie on our team. She listens to all the podcasts and she creates detailed show notes based off of that. Um, so she'll take the show notes, she'll put them into a blog post. She'll take the audio from Libsyn, that file and put it into the blog post because the, the usually pinners, they want to come and like read the content, but some people want to listen. Some people want to watch. So like yep. then we put, like, we usually are doing a YouTube video too that will embed in there as well. And so they're getting the three different ways that they can consume that content. And then we also have a pin that we put inside that blog post. That's going to be put onto Pinterest. That's going to start driving traffic to that post. Mm. So what is a pin? Like if it's people who don't use Pinterest at all, like what does that mean? It's a simple image that you can create in Canva and you don't have to be a graphic designer to make them look pretty. You can like, you could, Canva makes it so simple. It's like you click on the Pinterest template. It's the right dimension. They have them like already formatted to work well on Pinterest. And then you can just change it. So it's your brand colors and fonts. Um, And then now on Pinterest, you can do animated pins. You can do video pins. You can get fancy. Um, They have idea pins now that are kind of like, you can repurpose some of the Instagram story content that you're creating 
decorating and put them over there. Um, so yeah, it's just basically mm. a graphic or a video or an animation that's going to get people to stop and take notice. So think about it. People are scrolling on Pinterest on their phone. You want to get them to stop their scroll and actually pay attention to what you have to say. And so that pin, it typically, it needs to have big, bold text on it and like a bold color that's going to get them to stop their scroll. That's one of the big things. So how much does the, cause I know, tell me if I'm wrong, but there's a little bit of copy that goes with mm -hmm. the, with the pin. Can yeah. you edit that? Or does that just get sucked from the pin like site where you pin it from? So when you, does that make sense? Like can you actually create copy? I've, I've yeah, literally yeah, 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 yeah. never done a pin. Oh, <laughs> so you so start. <laughs> I, I want to know, like I've, when I say, yes, like, I've you never... create your own copy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like, so when you post it, right. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> so funny. I've I'm on Pinterest and I kind of scroll through it, but I've never yeah. actually like created my own pin. So, so this is like a whole new area that I would like to get into. So yeah. um, in terms of the, when you're doing a pin, do, do you have kind of like a Facebook ad? Do you have like a section of copy that you can post and then, and then that creates the pin? Yes. So you're going to create copy for that. And the copy, it's going to appeal to the search engine and to the pinner. So you don't want to just keyword stuff, right? You want to make sure you're speaking to a human because it's an actual mm. human that's going to be reading it. Um, and you can weave in those. We talked about those long tail keywords that people are going to be searching for. You're going to weave that in to, we call it a pin description. And so when you upload a pin on Pinterest, you're going to create a pin description that's basically enticing that pinner to actually come click through and read the content. Cause you don't want them to just like see it and pass by it. You don't want them to just share it. You want them to actually click through and take action. So it's gotta be kind of juicy of like, Hey, you got it. Like you need to take action and learn this thing. Like you need this. Um, so yeah, you always want to have some form of call to action within that pin description as well. And mm. then the copy that you put onto the pin itself, we use the advanced marketing Institute. I don't know if you've used that. The I'm not, no, I'm not familiar with them now. It's going to change your life. Oh, yeah? the, okay. So the advanced marketing Institute headline analyzer. I use that for everything in my business. If you don't like have a full-time copywriter on your team, yet, then um, this will be your best friend. We use this for email subject lines. We use it like for everything. And so if you want copy, that's going to get people to actually like take notice, you can use the headline analyzer and use that, that for the copy that you're going to put on your pin. Um, oh, it's all about yeah. the headline. Oh yeah. You want it. Cause you want to get them to like, stop the scroll. That's the most important mm -hmm. thing of like, you got to take notice. So you don't want to have too much text on there. You don't want it to be too fancy with like the fancy fonts, like big, bold, short, sweet, like take notice and then take action. And will you put the headline on the pin image itself as well? Or yes. would you go with more like just a, you know, just a visual? No, I always put the headline on the pin itself. This is why I'm saying like, you don't need to be a photographer. You don't need to be a graphic designer. It's like, it doesn't have to be the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. It needs to have a good headline on it. That'll get people to take action. Mm. So, okay. So really you can take, like, if you've got, you know, any sort of copywriting skills or we can, you can use this, you know, advanced marketing Institute headline analyzer process. Um, the, uh, you can kind of take that and then you don't, yeah, you don't have to be a graphic designer. You don't have to like, 
create something amazing because I'm definitely not a graphic designer. I think I am. And then I like look at what other people create and I'm like, I, I really should not even like open that thing up. Nope. <laughs> but you don't have to I know be I'm not. Like- <laughs> <laughs> don't even go there. But I've got to say Canva is like incredible um, yeah. in terms of like the designs and, and what you can get for free there. And I know you can even buy templates and all that sort it's of stuff. It's so, so simple. Yeah. 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 And so you mainly just use Canva to create all the images and things like that. Everything. And then like you do it once and you can, you can duplicate it and do it over and over again. Back when I started Pinterest, I had PicMonkey. That was what I had to use. There was no Canva templates or anything like that. So I'm like, yeah. it, they make it really simple now. Nice, they even have nice. like video pins that you can do in Canva too. And like the anime, everything there. It's awesome. Wow. That's so cool. Uh, can you run ads on Pinterest? Yeah. Mm, that's not my expertise i've yeah, had people ask me and i'm like everything i teach is free strategy yeah. like yeah no, that's so. that's really cool that's really yeah. cool the biggest thing like you know for me was going you know i haven't seen really many people um essentially monetize that platform and i know that you obviously can't because you have and you're teaching your students to um, but like monets, especially from a building an audience perspective, because I've always viewed it as like a, oh, it's like beautiful images of like sunsets and flowers. And for me, I'm looking at watches and suits yeah. and, and stuff like that. Right. Um, but but talk to me about the philosophy of of how it actually is a profit lead generating, um, you know, platform and how as a coach, just just re go over like how someone who's got like, you know, a blog or coaching content can basically, you know, become a a Pinterest machine. Yeah. So think of it as like, think of it as a funnel. So you got, you got your funnel, Pinterest is top of funnel. And so that's how people are going to find you. So they're searching for something on the platform. They find you because you've used keywords correctly and they find you at the top of Pinterest. They're like, okay, this looks good. They click on your pin and that leads them to your blog post. That's where you get to add value provide good content. And then within that blog post, Hey, come get this free thing. That's going to help you X, Y, and Z. And like, it's like going to help them to the next level. Right. Mm. And then when they're on your email list, that's when magic happens. You can send them Mm. to an automated webinar. You can invite them to a Facebook group. You can have an offer on the other side of that freebie. Like there's a, you could have them book a free strategy call. Like there's a million different things that you could do um, Mm. in terms of the sales mechanism. But the most important thing is I, I never send them to the sale right away from Pinterest. Yes. Cause again, they're yeah. cold. So the whole goal is like, let's build our email list with these people um, while they're here. And then once they're on our list, that's when we can market to them. Mm, yeah. I love that. I love that. So um, what, what would you say is, has been some things that you've been using recently on Pinterest that didn't used to be there that are making a big difference for you? Idea pins are a newer thing. And what they're doing currently is they're bringing in a lot of views. And it's think of it kind of like Instagram stories where you're building the relationship with your audience. And Pinterest sometimes gets confused because they want to be like a social media platform, but really they're search engines. They try Mm. to be both and then they test out stuff. They tried communities on Pinterest and that didn't work. So they always roll out something. And so we don't know if it's going to stay right now. It's bringing a lot of views, but there's no way with an idea pin for it to actually click through. It's not clickable. So it's not going to bring them to your site. Yeah. So there's, there's which is the whole, 
kind of the, big the whole purpose. point of Pinterest. I know. I'm like, what, what you guys doing over here? Um, <laughs> but they're keeping people on the platform with that. But the pro of that is you're building the relationship with your people and then you can get them to click through to your profile to take action. Mm. Um, so that's one of the big things. And then we're always testing out video pins, animated pins, different things that they roll out on the platform to see, Hey, how does this work? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, what have been, uh, if someone wants to get started and test it out, first of all, what are, what expectations should they have? And, um, like, how would they get started? Like where, how would you think about if someone's listening to this, they're like, I'd love to just like test it out get started. Mm -hmm. And obviously they have to register for an account, but beyond that, like what, what are kind of, what's the expectations they should have and what should be like one or two little things they could try out? Yeah. So register for a business account. It's really simple. It takes 0.2 seconds. Um, that way you can get analytics and clean your website and all of that good stuff. Um, expectations. Pinterest is a long game, so you're not going to post and necessarily make a million dollars tomorrow. Um, I've had some of our students, you know, set everything up within a weekend and then it, actually some of them have tripled their sales in 60 days. Um, so within six, 30, 60, 90 days, that's when you can really start to see traction and growth. Mm. Um, I would say like 60 days is kind of the sweet spot. Yep. Um, and then some of our students come to me and they're like, I haven't touched this in a couple of years, but it's still bringing traffic and it's still bringing leads. Um, so like, it's yeah. one of those things, once you it's get kinda, it set it, up, like magic is just keep happening. Right. <laughs> it's really cool. And so do you have to keep repinning things or it's just, it runs like a search engine. As long as it's getting traffic, as long as it's popular, it's going to stay at the top of the 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 feed. Correct. Correct. Mm. You do want to pin ideally on somewhat of a consistent basis. Yep. And so if yep. you can upload Pinterest likes fresh content, so they don't want you to be sharing the same blog post that you wrote five years ago over and over again. Um, so you should be creating content on a consistent basis, mm. ideally every week. Right. And so if you just create a new pin for that and post it on Pinterest, um, you're good. Um, and then you can actually take that content if you want to use one blog post and create a couple of different styles of pins for that one blog post. And then you can share that throughout the month or every couple months. Um, you can as well. So you can do like a static pin, which is just text. And then you could do an animated pin and you could do a video pin or you could do like a different headline and just test stuff out. And that's how you're getting more use out of one piece of content. Mm, so all leading back to the same blog post or same, yeah. you know, podcast episode yep. or anything like that and yep. um yeah no this is that's really cool so think of it like so rather than think of it as you know just beautiful images of people and sunsets and stuff think of it as you have to understand your audience and create yep. a marketing hook where they will go oh i'm really interested in that because it's it's a narrow direct search that they're yep. interested in they'll click on that and then they start the relationship with you exactly yep yeah, just remember, like powerful, powerful search engine and lead generation platform. Mm, I love that. It, it kind of like, I know it's different, but it kind of reminds me of YouTube a bit. Like YouTube mm -hmm. is like long-term, yeah. it's a search engine as opposed yeah. to like people think it's like a video platform, but it's, it is that, but it's a search engine essentially. Yeah. I think the thing that makes it a little bit different is usually people aren't on YouTube ready to like buy something. Like a lot of people are on Pinterest when they're in the shopping process, like they're looking to buy something. Um, so that would be one of the, the main differences there. 
Yeah. So they yeah, and then on like, YouTube, people on YouTube, people aren't trained to go out of YouTube. Like YouTube really works hard to keep them on the platform and have yeah. them keep watching videos. Um, so while it is a search engine, while it does work over time, right? Pinterest is a lot of people are trained to like click out and go to someone's blog. Mm, that is so true. Cause in YouTube, it's like, you, you got to click that awkward description bit to like uh-huh. make it come down. It's like, they don't make it easy. They don't. Um, and then it's like, you got to find the links. And, and so even if you use the show notes in, on YouTube, it's tough to get them off the platform. I, he, I hear what you're saying. We're on, yep. it, we're on Pinterest. That's interesting, isn't it? On Pinterest, it's actually built to get off Pinterest. Yeah. yeah. When that's crazy when you think about it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm having like revelations of it right now. <laughs> Um, I love you it. know, I'm going to be pinning like a machine soon. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Probably just pinning photos of a, of, of a watch that I want or something like that. But there we'll see go. how we go. We'll see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> so good. What have we not talked about already in this conversation that you would say, this is important in terms of like Pinterest and understanding it and just like running a business with it. Hmm. making you think we yes (laughs) we haven't talked about um tailwind and so tailwind is a platform that you can use to schedule your pins out so i i don't know about you i'm all about automation and systems i don't want to have to work that hard i'm like (laughs) i don't want to work 40 hours a week um i want to work 10 to 20 and then i'm good um and so with tailwind you can schedule out all of your pins so you don't have to actually manually upload to pinterest and take the time nice. to do that so you could spend 30 minutes an hour a month and create all of your content and have it scheduled out and then tailwind has communities as well where you can collaborate with other pinners um, and help each other increase your views as well mm-hmm. and so tailwind is like like later like, like a sub it's a so it's kind a of. scheduling platform that yeah. you obviously pay for, I'm assuming. Like it's a there's a platform. free version and oh, then okay. there's paid upgrades and then they have mm-hmm. a referral system. So if you refer people, you'll get some of those paid features. So okay. because of what I do, I've never had to pay for anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally, totally. That's why I remember when Dropbox first came out and it was like, if you can refer like five friends, you get like an extra you know, 500 megabytes per friend or something. And I was always like trying to refer friends into it. Yes. And then I got to like, you know, one gig. And then I realized that that's like one video. So I <laughs> needed to buy it anyway. So, but anyway, I love that. Um, cool. So uh, in terms of in terms of moving forward, if someone was really interested in this, they wanted to test it out, what's kind of the best ways for them to get in contact with you and kind of the next steps? I know you've got an amazing podcast, uh, which yeah. I was on which is uh, she's making an impact uh, and your community there. So you can check that out on wherever you listen to podcasts. She's making an impact. So if people are interested in finding out uh, about Pinterest and really going deep into that, I know you've got a free masterclass. What's the masterclass called again? Yeah, it's how to double your leads and sales in the next 30 days with Pinterest. Uh, Oh, boom. Boom. Yeah, it's really good. (laughs) That sounds good. So uh, we will uh, hook up a link in the show notes. And if you want to go to that, even right now, you can just go to, uh, we're going to set it up uh, for Rachel. It's going to just literally be Rachel N. Gnome. So it's going to be colinboy.co, colinboy.co forward slash Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L-N-G-O-M, N Gome, sorry, N Gome, N Gome. So Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, N G O M. So if you just go to colinboy.co forward slash Rachel N. Gome. Uh, you can check that out and do the free masterclass. Rachel, 
Uh, I want to know if uh, when you get, not if, when you get to the end of your life and you look back on your experience of life and what you've created, what you've contributed, what would be your hope that people would say about you? Hmm, good question. Um, that I loved other people well and that I loved God and loved others and they could really feel that. Love that. Love that. Hey, you're an amazing contributor. Uh, you're building an incredible uh, life and family. I know I, I do watch you on Instagram and stuff like that. I know we're talking about Pinterest, but I watch you on Instagram. And so, hey, thank you so much for the knowledge, uh, for everything you, everything you shared. Guys, definitely go and check out that masterclass, check out her podcast and uh, look forward to doing more life together. Thanks, Rachel. Yeah, thanks for having me. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.